Yes, sir. Uh, may I help you? Oh, I'd like two of those, please. Hot dogs? Yes, sir. And three of those. And one of those. And five bars of these. And a cup of that nice hot liquid. Uh, coffee. Uh, coming right up. Oh, and two bags of those peculiar white coffee material. Uh, you mean our crunchy popcorn. Uh, shall I wrap that for you, sir? Oh, that's all right. My saucer's just outside. <laughs> they come from miles to enjoy our intermission. All right, hello there. This is hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, this is Spencer Sampson. <laughs> this is Josh Poe. Um, we're gonna do a little recording here. Um, yeah. if, if you know me, you know that we've been doing a, some film podcast with me and my associates, but we haven't had Spencer on any podcast really. Um, Hi there, welcome so, me. welcome, welcome, Spence. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some films today. Not some film, just some films in general. Yeah. What we like, what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spence, you were you were talking. You want to give an introduction about yourself real quick? Yeah, you absolutely. Are? I'm a film major. Mm-hmm. I'm currently living in Texas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I found film as a passion while uh, out of college and wanting something to focus my time on. And fuck it, because film is the one thing I think is beautiful and it's universal. And hell, if you can reach inside of a kid and and make him feel something, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like a puppet. <laughs> that's pretty fucking weird. No, but you know, if you can draw out emotion, that's 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 what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Art's a true art form, you know. Of course. Pursue it. Uh, yeah. Now you posed the question before we start recording. You want mm-hmm. to pose it again? Yeah, absolutely. I was gonna ask you. Um, do you think real sex, like actual real God-given sex, belongs in film? Like outside of the porn industry. So when you say that, you mean like when they show an on-camera sex scene, you're saying that they should have actual sex on camera. I'm asking you, what do you think about real sex being pictured in an art film aspect? I would, I mean, if 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 it's two consenting adults mm-hmm. and they're cool with it, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Does it change how I would see the movie? Probably not. Really? I don't know. Like, okay, so 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 um, I once saw House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Good movie for anyone who's out there. It is still in theaters. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's a pretty good movie. You could also know the storyline. It's a it's a real story. So, mm-hmm. um, you just Google it. But yeah, just hit it on the Google. But um, in that movie, there is a sex scene um, mm-hmm. between Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. That's how do they even do that with the two big noses going at each other? Like you think so, it would just be impossible. So to... how they do it is 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 Adam Driver throws her on a table. Okay, I'm into it. And starts you know going down on her. Going down. On um, sure. They they she doesn't she so he she's taking her clothes off, but he has her his hands placed so you can't see anything. Okay. Um. Okay. Probably Lady Gaga doesn't want you to see her. You know, which is fun. That's her fine. Yeah, yeah, her, her god guys. I I mean, if I was her, I definitely wouldn't want anyone, especially some yeah, right? twenty-two year old dude watching it in 
Washington D.C. I don't want to see. I don't want some random dude at midnight to see that. Right. <laughs> he's gonna start getting ideas. Um, he's twenty-two. Of course, he's got fucking ideas. Of course. Do, do you want him seeing your full naked body? No, I mean, absolutely not. I mean, absolutely some actresses. Um, I think it's like a part of the trade, almost. You know, uh, a lot of people when they sign actors um, mm. onto their films, they have to ask, "Are you willing to do nudity?" Yeah. You know, and it's it's a part of the craft, I think, um, because, you know, people think, hey, it fills the seats. It's what people want. Um, I mean, hell, Martin Scorsese. Uh, and I and I always yeah. use this as like some gratuitous ass nudity. But Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall Street going yeah. full frontal, full yeah. frontal, my man. And that's how she became like a household name was we all saw her goodies, you know? Um, yeah, and that, must, that must have been like kind of embarrassing, you know, for her mm-hmm. a little bit. Now, see, this is uncontroversial. This is going to be a controversial opinion for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about sex scenes. I don't think they add anything. Yeah. I think they are a waste of mm. time that you could be showing. I understand where the other argument is like, oh, well, you know, it's to show a character's passion. I get it. I get yeah. it. But couldn't you just show them make like, so in the, in the Adam driver, Lady Gaga sex scene, mm-hmm. they make out for a good five minute or a good th- four or five minutes before they actually have sex mm-hmm. before he throws her on the table and they have sex. I could have gotten that. He loves her and he has so much passion for her mm-hmm. from that makeout scene. Right. I don't need another five seconds of him thrusting and like her being yeah. like, <sighs> yeah. I don't I mean, need like, that. It's also not real. It's not truly authentic either. So like what's anyone getting from that? Oh, they're in love. Of course they're in love. You know, of course, yeah. like show them making out. You're right. Show that little bit of passion. Um, but to then have him place his hands yeah. Oh, and, and not show us it's it's um, and and it's just I don't know. It, it, to go into to your point the Wolf of Wall Street, they the the scene, I forget what scene it is, but they're in the office and they're having the three-way with that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not need to see that. No one did. It was but that whole movie was all about pushing things to the extreme. How much cocaine, how much drugs, how many tits. Yeah. That was his lifestyle. Yeah. And I get it. You're trying to represent the lifestyle. So having a bunch of strippers walk in topless, I mean, sure. Okay. We get it. They're living that life. It's, oh, look, tits are everywhere. I mean, remember his bachelor scene? Like, you know, when he's in Vegas and he wakes up and he like grabs the woman's tit. Like, mm-hmm. that felt a little... A little icky, you know? But maybe that's the elic- their emotion they're trying to elicit. It's like, And, and I get that. I totally get that. But yeah. but so often also in these sex scenes that are that are shown in movies, I feel like it's always from a male's perspective. Oh yeah. Hundred percent like at least ninety nine percent. And what are you what you know, what are you teaching? What are you getting from that? Right? So there's there's two things I want to talk about. Um, one, you know, my original question was, you know, I guess maybe in a broader sense, can sex be represented artistically through that medium? 
Maybe, maybe that's how I can reframe the question. Mm-hmm. Two, building off of that, um, uh, there's a movie, I believe, called uh, The Color Blue, mm-hmm. a lesbian movie um, that was actually treated pretty harshly when it came out. People thought it was gratuitous. People thought, oh, man, we, what, what are you doing showing this lesbian love scene, you know, and showing her, like, you know, same way as Adam Driver does, like going down on this woman. And I do think that maybe presented more of a female, uh, like, love scene aspect to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if that's my male perspective going hot, you know, two girls. <laughs> but, you know, um, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a movie called, like, The Nine Songs or The Seven Songs. Mm-hmm. And that movie, they show real sex. They show... Um, not only full frontal, but penetration. And and believe me, man, when you think you're just watching some fucking movie with your parents, that pushes all bound, like all bounds. You know, it's it's. Mm. And I and I I try to understand where that filmmaker's trying to come from, but also, as the viewer, I didn't like it. Mm. I didn't like it because they showed seven separate full sex scenes. <laughs> At that point, you're showing a porn, and it's kind of, it's, but it didn't add to the story. Right. It never, like, like I didn't need to see them have sex. What I needed was, you know, a, a subtle moment between them. It could be, love can be shown in an eye look or a flutter of the, of the eyelids. It could be shown in the way you grasp a hand, you know, the, the sunbeam hitting her as she reclines and him looking at her thinking mm-hmm. this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Not in, you know, <clears throat> spitting on your cock and right. putting it into another actress. You know, it's just, it's just, I don't think it's that necessary. No, it's I not. think we're in agreement pretty much, you know? No, it, it, it's just, it's just, if, if, if you're going to show it, you, it has to be something where it's, it's meaningful to the story yeah where where because i feel like time and time again movies nowadays are so fucking long <laughs> they, <laughs> but they are they're so fucking long yeah i don't i'm sitting here for two and a half hours already yeah do not waste my time do not waste my time that's the most important thing I think a filmmaker could ever do or someone in Hollywood needs to understand. People are paying to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not just going to sit there and wait for this, like, I mean, filler. You know, we're not going to sit there for any parts that we kind of don't want to be a part of. And mm-hmm. so you've really got to keep our attention and you've really got to, like, move the story along in a meaningful way. Have each scene have at least some sort of impact where it's not you know um we're just gonna we're just gonna show it for the sake of showing it it's not about that and i, I mean i seven feel like sex scenes you're I, getting over yeah i feel like a lot of the time directors do show it because they're like we need to keep them in a, we need to we're this is a you know dry part of the movie got to keep them in, engaged somehow so let's try to stun them with a sex scene and it's like that's not even that's not it that's not it no 
because it doesn't fuel us. It doesn't. I mean, if I wanted to go watch porn, I'll go watch I porn. I can watch porn. That's yeah, I can. I can watch it whenever I want. And why do you think, like in the seventies, like um, smut houses like became a thing? Was because you kept showing these women in bikinis, mm-hmm. like walking out of the ocean, looking fucking gorgeous, and we're like, oh my god, ah, uh, you know, that's what we want. Well, guess what? You know, there's a there's a place for that. There's a place for porn, and there's a mm-hmm. place for artistic filming. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I just think. Uh, if you were to show something that meant a character's development, um, uh, you know, there's one scene and I, and I, I hesitate to bring it up, but it packs this emotional yet also sexually charged moment Mm -hmm. that I can almost, um, when I first saw it, I was, I was blown, but now looking back, I'm kind of like almost disgusted. Um, so Billy Elliot Remember Billy Elliot? Yeah. The Irish dancer kid who wants to, you know, and, and like the middle of an IRA war with, with England. People are blowing up. There's guys going on strike at the mine. His dad's going to lose his job. His brother's in the middle of a war, and he just wants to fucking dance and be this beautiful ballet, uh, ballet star. At one point, he goes to his ballet teacher, and he's like, my dad kicked me out. Can you house me? And she's like, okay, I'll house you, but you're going to work and you're going to fucking work at your craft. Right. And at one point this kid is, uh, now moved into the house and there's a young girl his age that lives there and they get into like this fight and they get into like almost like this pillow fight and they push each other. And then at one point they're so exhausted, they fall down. And it's just like these two kids, right? Like 13, 14. And I think she like reaches up and she like touches his lip. And in that moment, you first kind of understand. Well, for me, when I was a kid, I first understood what like love between um, a young love, mm-hmm. a young love could be represented on film. Not sexual. Not. I mean, there's nothing sexual about it. But that initial charge of romance and to see that you're like whoa they represented so much without showing anything it was just you know just that little touch and i think he goes in to kiss her and then she like pushes him away and he runs away again but it as a child it felt like oh my god you know wow this is getting hot and heavy just because they're in a bed and she touches his lip you know but it can be shown without actually going fucking full show. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because um, I feel like a lot of the time it's just used as like a shock shock value kind of thing. Like I fucking hate that. I know? remember like at some like okay. This is gonna this is gonna this is not has anything to do with most movies, but like comedies of like the late 2010s or most 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 comedies most like comedies i feel like do that where it's like throw a sex scene in because we can't because it's a rated r comedy i remember there's a movie it's called campaign it's zach galifianakis will ferrell in the first scene will it's will ferrell having sex with some lady in a porta potty Why? Yeah. It, why do I? Why do why? I need to see that? 
Well, that's the whole thing with like the 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 ping pong championships or the road trip or, and sorry to say, but it comes from like Animal House, but like the like the later Animal Houses where it's like mm. Raj, like Rise of Taj or some shit, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, we get it, they're college kids, they do fucked up shit. Yes, sex is involved, but who are you really attracting? Like this, like no offense, but the stupidest people mm-hmm. who go in and just want to go, oh tits, uh, uh, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking, where's the joy in doing that? You know, where's that artistic? Now, I will say, one comedy that I think um, did it pretty well and I loved when I saw it was Walk Hard, the Dewey mm-hmm. Cox story. And he's, like, in the in a hotel with, like, all his groupies and all his band members, and they're just having fun. And he's on the phone with his wife, Kristen Wiig. And Kristen Wiig's like, okay, honey, I get you're having fun. Um, when are you going to be home? And he's just like... You know, there's a girl asleep by his side. And he's like, I don't know, honey. Um, this is John C. Riley. John C. Riley's like, Oh, I don't really know, honey. We're 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 having real fun out here. We're gonna we're gonna stick to it. And all of a sudden, a guy walks up, fucking butt naked, like dick in the shot, and it's right next to like John C. Riley's head, and it's just a penis just hanging there. That's shock value. Um and when I first saw it, I thought it was fucking hilarious because I was like, what is that dick doing there? You know, just like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the guy's like, who shows up with the dick, he's like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to go get some coffee. Once He's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. And he tries to like, look him in the eyes. And then like when he's leaving, he like looks at the dick and then, and then he's back on the phone. But I mean, I don't know. It can maybe be used as like a, a fun shock value, but... Like very sparsely, very, mm. very limited. Yeah. Otherwise, you just you're pumping such a weak well and lowest common denominator. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I think. It, it's got if if you're gonna do it, it has to be done correctly. And so many times people do it incorrectly. Yeah. Um. But that's that's all I gotta say on the matter. The 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 one the one that really sticks with me. I don't know if you've ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that movie. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, recently, I got a little disturbed by it, but yeah, it yeah. is. It is a disturbing movie. the The actual sex scene, not not cool, not cool. I do not like that. The scene with um, Judge Reinhold and he's uh, he's fantasizing about his little sister's friend coming out <laughs> yeah. of the hole, and then she catches him jerking off. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. That's generally <laughs> funny. Awkward circumstance for just weird, you know, like oh, but it's real. You know, like, of course, a kid is going to fantasize about that and, like, get himself off yeah. of that. That's fucking real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a girl just flashing her tits for the sake of flashing her tits. Yeah. Like, that's for the camera. You know, it's not for mm-hmm. anything in, in the story. Yeah. But him fantasizing about yeah. that. Him imagining. And I always think back to, like, Christmas Story or uh, no, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase does the, almost the exact same thing, but he doesn't, like, get caught masturbating. I think that's just fucking hilarious. There's also a scene in uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin where he walks in on... Um, fuck, what's her name? Sorry, I don't know if we can swear on this thing. Uh, <laughs> you can definitely swear. Yeah, it's not like Elizabeth Banks, but it's... It might be Elizabeth Banks. Um, yeah, it, it is Elizabeth Banks. She's masturbating in a tub using the faucet to like get herself off mm-hmm. and he like walks in and he's not expecting it at all 
you don't see anything because the bubbles. But she's getting herself off. He's like, ah. And he just like hightails it the fuck out of there. And then all of a sudden, Seth Rogen walks in. He's like, oh, hello. And he, you know, he tries to like play it smooth. Mm-hmm. I just thought that one was funny too. It was a little, it was a little shock value kind of thing. But he didn't see a bunch. He just knew that she was masturbating and that he was very uncomfortable with that. So, you know, crazy. But that's why, honestly, God, that's why I never loved Michael Bay. Because he put Bay. he put Megan Fox in there just to like get thirteen year old boys. Oh, obviously, I mean, obviously, a whole Tommy scene where she's fixing the car, and he's just like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, I'm like, you know, it's uh, like, oh damn. Even when I was like, I was like fifteen, maybe fourteen year old when I saw that. Even I was like, damn, that's pretty gratuitous. Like that's. I don't know how old she is, but she seems like 18, maybe even 17. That, mm-hmm. Like, the point of the movie has her at, like, 17, right? Mm-hmm. But then again, like, dude, you can look at Nickelodeon and see child stars in, like, these weird fucking outfits doing weird shit on camera. Unfortunately, it's the producers and directors making them do that, like mm-hmm. in iCarly or Victoria's. And some people actually get fucking caught for that shit, and thank God they do. Did you hear the story about how those Nick stars were found? No. Okay, so who's the? Okay, so you're gonna really hate this. The guy who created iCarly, Victorious. Oh Leo, yes, that guy. Yes. Yeah. He's a creep. Yeah. Did you know he was also like in Good Burger as the man? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, Dan Schneider, Ugh. so Dan Schneider would be like, he would post these things everywhere and be like, oh, you want your child to be discovered and you want them to be an actor? Great. We're going to have a camp and all these girls, young, 13, you know, 15 year old girls are going to go to this camp and we're going to take them to the pool and they're all going to get in their bikinis and then the producers are just going to watch and they're just gonna pick out the best ones. Yes, yeah. I don't that's like that. how that's how Vic, uh, Victoria Justice got like found. I'm pretty sure that's how. No, I mean I Carly herself. Uh, uh, um, she was in School of Rock. She was yeah, fucking... I'm trying to remember what her name. Is. Oh my god. I know she was called Megan. Oh my god. In uh, Drake and Josh. How, how do I not know her name? How do I not know her name at all? I know. It's going to kill me. Well, her real name is Megan. I'll tell you that. It's Miranda Cosgrove. It's Miranda Cosgrove. No, it's not. It's not Megan. Sorry. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove. I loved her in School of Rock. Oh, oh she my was God. awesome in School of Rock. She was fucking on fire in School of Rock. She was not putting up with schneebly shit for anything. You want me to be a groupie? I know what they do. They're sluts for the band. <laughs> Dude, that movie is... <laughs> School of Rock, man. That, that no, movie that's Linklater. is hilarious. I think that's Linklater. Like, so much fun. Can you imagine him shooting that with Jack Black? Oh, oh I'd be cracking up all day long. Oh my god, I love Jack Black. Dude, Jack Black. Oh my God, him, Jack Black in, in the, 
Jumanji sequel movies. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. I haven't seen it. I do need to see it. Though, honestly, those two movies... Now, the original Jumanji is a classic, obviously. One of its um, time. Yeah. yeah. But these... The, the new two one, the The two new ones are really funny. Like... Like, if you haven't seen those movies, and you're just looking for a movie that's stupid, but it's, mm. like, funny, like, that movie is funny. I'd love um, to. The so, first one is really good. The second one's even funnier, because it's, because it's, um, it brings in Danny DeVito and, whoa, um, Danny DeVito. And Danny Glover. No, Danny Glover. Okay. And Danny Glover, uh, is played by Kevin Hart. So, like, when they go into, like, the video game world, Kevin Hart plays who Danny Glover would be. And mm-hmm. so he voices himself like Danny Glover would talk. And, yeah, he knew it. And, yeah. um, and Danny DeVito comes in as a rock, and the rock talks like Danny DeVito, and it's so funny. It's That's so hilarious. funny. Um, who it's those two really old guys good. playing a video game for, though, you know? Um, they get sucked in because that's the rule of the world, I guess. I don't know. I just don't like when movies don't live up to the rules that they've created themselves. Oh no! And in the and so that's what you yeah. If you're gonna go see this movie and you're like, yeah, it's, it's like the first one, right? No, no. It just has the same title and and um, that's it. That's kind of yeah. it. That is nothing to do at all. No. Um, so when a, when someone's gonna build a world like that or build something, okay, so. The Matrix is not a great example of it because they break their own rules. Mm-hmm. However, the first one, you fully understand pretty much after like first or second viewing, whatever happens within the Matrix isn't real, mm-hmm. right? So you can do whatever the fuck you want. You want to bend walls? Great. You want to jump over a fucking mountain? Great. He does this. I don't know why Neo's the one when... I mean, Trinity pretty much understands that it's a fake world and she can control the world too, so why do they need Neo, you know? I mean, if you can liberate one mind, you should be able to liberate all of them. But um, you create the world and then you let the characters play out in it. It's got to come with, like, some strict fucking rules. I mean, if you... I mean, I just don't understand. Like, Jumanji had some NPC characters... You know, like, who are in the game, but they acted as if they were real, and that kind of threw me, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Jumanji... Okay, so yeah, the the issue that... Um... That the, those type of things fall into, it's like, either... They, yeah, I'm trying to think of other movies that do that. Where, like, they'll set up us, uh, rules, mm. and then they completely... Oh! Any horror movie. Mm. Any horror movie. They mm-hmm. set the rules, and then they immediately break them the next movie. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to bring something up now that we're on horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, you know, I mean, Cabin in the Woods, there should be a fail-safe for the monsters breaking out. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, come on, guys! Like you have this shit centuries old. Come on now. Two, I know you're, you. I want to talk to this. I want to talk to you about this. So I went to go see uh, Licorice Pizza in theaters. Is great it movie. good? Yeah, it's really okay. good. It's okay. a great 
Um, it's a true story, pretty much, about this one guy and the many stories that he's told P.T. Anderson that mm-hmm. he then put on the film. Great, great story, great acting. The Haim sisters did a wonderful job, I think. Um, the real Haim family was all present, so that was really cool. Um, but guess what? As I was watching the previews, there's one movie that's coming out soon. Mm, I think I know what you're talking about. You think I know what you're talking about? Is it a um, movie coming out ne- this next month, and it's Scream, right? It's fucking Scream, man. The return. I okay. just, I just want to ask you. Yeah. What do you think about all that? Okay. So here, here's my issue. Really quick, really quick for everyone listening. Josh Poe loves Scream. I, I love will, Scream as well. The first I, Scream, yeah. I was terrified of growing up. Um, I used to really hate horror movies as a whole growing up. I have found yeah. a huge love for them in the most recent years. Um, we watched Scream for Halloween month um, about twice. We watched it two times in like the week of Halloween. Um, I know when you were there, we watched, I think, I think either I watched Scream 2 with you. You might have been passed out, but I know we watched Scream 2 or something. Um, here's my issue with all these horror movies coming out, especially the franchises. You, I don't know what you're doing. I just don't know what you're doing. You know what they're doing. You know what they're doing. Let's break it down. Let's start with Scream. Scream 1 comes out. Amazing film amazing film revolutionizes the horror horror genre for pretty much and a decade and and you do it so west west craven yeah r.i.p my man you you really did amazing you really did great you literally were like let's let's make a horror movie let's make a slasher but you don't know who the killer is that's a really interesting a really cool concept it kind of takes the original friday the 13th where you don't know who the killer is but even makes it better because it's like in in the the original Friday the 13th, you don't know who the killer is. Mm-hmm. But what sucks is when you find out it's not someone you know. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck. It's right, like, right. You, I didn't meet. I, I shouldn't say I don't give a fuck because that that ending to Friday, the original Friday the 13th is amazing. And and um. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees is played very well in that scene, so don't get me wrong, but I don't give a fuck because I don't know her. Oh. Um, what are you going to say? I was, I was just going to say, but what about... Um, so, I, I relate Scream more to, like, the original Psycho. Or, yeah, like, or like Psycho. Waits, like someone right in front um, of you. And, and that's, you that's why it's so good, because you don't know who it is. Like, in right. Psycho, you know right. who it is, because you're like, right. okay, he's right there. Um, you know but, it's one of them. You know it's someone. It's right? either the mom or him, and then you find out, oh, they're the same person. Okay. Um, yeah, it's him dressed as the mom. So yeah. you're like, oh, oh gross. Yeah. Ew, um, you know, fuck. He, he is his mom. Ew. Fuck um, what? But, but in, in, in Scream, it's like, it's these people who, who, first of all, it's her boyfriend who is shown throughout the movie as a huge suspect. But the accomplice is someone you never thought of. It's like, it's him. It's the guy that's playing Shaggy. Like, (laughs) 
I did a great job as Shaggy, by the way. Let's right. say that. Right yeah, and job. and throughout the whole movie, he's such he's such like a he's such a joke. Like everything he says is so funny and so stupid. It's like I never thought that it would be him. Never thought it would be him. Okay, so never. you do that, and then you're like, let's make a second one, and the second one is cool, but you kind of do the same thing. And then, like, the killer is, uh, I think his mom, or, like, her boyfriend's mom, and it's like, okay, like, cool, how many more times can you do that? You right. do that two more times where you try to bring these killers who have some type of tie to the original, and it's just, it's so stupid, because, yeah. because you can only do this formula once or twice without get, getting boring because well, i don't just say this right now once is inventive twice mm -hmm. is repetitive and then three and four i don't care i don't no one gives a fuck i don't but care i think scream five did something where it like brought back the original um girl and was like oh it's a return but here's the thing and this is where i really wanted to bring it up because what are all the franchises doing right now what's the last halloween and Oh my god, dude! I could, I could sit here. A return of here. Michael, a return of the original girl, a return of the hometown. Oh, it's nostalgia. It's sucking its own dick. No yeah. offense, but it's sucking yeah. its own dick and saying, "Oh, if you like the original, you're gonna love this." Like, we get it. It's Michael. He's probably seventy-eight years old right now. Mm -hmm. There's no way he's just walking around like. And the third Halloween had, like, witches, and they were bringing him back to life and shit. So I get it. If you're going to say he's supernatural, he's supernatural. If he's a fucking human, he's dead. Mm -hmm. He's been shot, stabbed, burned alive, everything. He's been dead. So if you're going to say he's supernatural, make it a supernatural. And, like, find the origin to his mm -hmm. power and then shut it down. Scream? Doing the exact same thing. They're sucking their own dick. They've got the original cop. Cindy. Yeah. And I'm gonna guess one of the original killers is back. Yeah, and 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 yeah, and that's and that's what the the storyline is like. They're killing people who are related to the original killers, and it's like, I don't care. No one cares. Like, I man. don't like. I don't like. I'm not even excited. Like, I was I was generally excited to see the new Halloween. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't saw it in theaters completely disappointed by that movie um because because and, and and that's the other thing with a slasher genre these days it's getting to a point where it's not so much a slasher anymore mm -hmm. like i saw that last halloween i was not scared right at all at you're, any wait, point angry. it was an it was an action movie that's yeah. what it was it was Michael going around, fighting people, and killing them. And killing them in, in different styles. It's not uh, scary. Like but you take it back to the original Halloween, all you knew was some guy in a mask, mm -hmm. close to Halloween. <laughs> Wait, is that... That's Friday Damn the 13th. It, no, I'm thinking... Uh, dee, 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 dee. Yeah. What, no. How do you do it? Um, oh my god. I, it's like... I can't. You you have it right. You have it right. You have it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but see the the thing about the original is what, what what's so good about the original is 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 
It's he only kills four people. Exactly. And, Keeping it small. And the entire time he's stalking them. Yeah. There it's is slow. no it's slow. There is no stalking in these new movies. There's no like him like there are no scenes where it's like him staring there, like that's what was act like the him actually killing anybody in those movies wasn't scary. No. What was scary was him watching them and those scenes where like you would see him in the background, but they didn't know he was there. And so it's yeah. like turn the fuck around. He's right there. I mean, that's um, why people are, like, screaming at the screens is because, like, don't open the door, don't open the door, don't open the door. Yeah. Like, it's not, oh, here's Michael standing outside of a burning building. Oh, he's not dead. And now there's 40 firemen. I'm not scared. Yeah. And then it's I'm just like, it's scared. just like he fights them. He literally fights them. And that's what he's and, doing, like, in those movies. Let me just, sorry. He's just yeah. fighting them, bro. It's not interesting. But you can't kill him. Yeah. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Now, now, an, an, a totally inventive movie that, you know, tried to bend this uh, creeping thing that came at you and couldn't be killed. Guess what? It follows. And I know a lot of people love to suck that one off. But guess what? That movie did a great job at coming to terms with there's something that can't be stopped following you. And it will kill you if it can ever touch you. Mm. Now, they like to play with the rules. You have to have sex with someone to pass it off. Um, You know, it's invisible to other people. Great. You know, if it's supernatural, it's supernatural. Go with it. Great. You don't need a bunch of rules. You know, you just got to deal with what's here. And that's what I hate is like when people like uh, uh, explain so much of the plot to us. Like we need it. No, we're smart. We can pick it up. If you're if you're figuring it out as you go, great. Let it be that. You know, let it be there. Let it you know, you think, oh, maybe it needs to be underwater, maybe it needs to be electrocuted. Great, you know. Mm. I'll tell you one movie that was a big disappointment, um, that I thought did a terrible job as a sequel. The Quiet Place Part Two. Yes. Quiet Place Part Yeah. Yes. I know what you mean. The Quiet Place Part 1, cool, you can't make a sound, we get it, it's got its one rule, and it's just, it's scary whenever there's a sound, holy shit, something could happen, right? You know, okay, a little bit of fear there, um, when they're walking on sand, you know, the rules built from this world, Hmm. right? Pretty simple. You follow the rules, you stay alive, right? Same as Scream, you know, You, you can't be the slut, you can't be the... The drug addict, you've got to follow the rules. There are rules. But, <laughs> but see, but see, with Scream, the 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 thing is, and and what you're seeing with a lot of these movies that are trying to come back, especially horror movies, is is the the premise that they set up is outdated. At this yeah. point, with Scream, oh, it's geez. outdated. It is so outdated. It like like, and they showed it in the trailer, as you saw. It starts with a phone call. It, they're not like it. It's so hard to break into houses anymore. Like in the original, like when Drew Barrymore gets her house broken into, okay, that makes sense. And I'm not but saying still, it's... there still should be alarm systems. There still yeah. should be a security guard. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those rich yeah. houses will have yeah. a block coordinator that will send a guard to you yeah. or respond to the phone so fast. Dude, I had an accident outside of my house. 
within three minutes, comps were there. Yeah. Three minutes. Yeah. And by the way, um, I saw in the trailer, the first thing this woman does is open the door. Josh, would you ever no. open the door? Absolutely not. It, no. Yeah, and that's you the thing. You deserve to die. It's so, it's so, like, it's so, like, on... It's just not real. So it's just so... You need to make a movie for the now. Mm-hmm. You can't live in the past. That's why nostalgia um, doesn't do a great job. One mm-hmm. thing I'd love to bring up is Midnight in Paris. The whole movie where he's trying to fall in love with the past and be in the past. Well, guess what? The woman he falls in love with from 1920, she's in love with 1890. And the people in 1890 are in love with the Renaissance. Guess what? You'll never go back there. And he understands that he's just living in the past and he can't accept what's here now. As as people of the film industry, you need to understand what you're working with presently. Mm-hmm. And you need to bring that in a new and inventive way. Mm-hmm. Not dig up the past and smear a new fucking face on it and go, here's the same fucking thing from 30 years ago that you all love, so do it again. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... hey, dude, I have an idea... And I would love to tell it, tell it to you. I just don't know how secure this line is. No. <laughs> um, no, that's the thing, dude. It's just, it's just, especially with, especially with horror. It's just right now. It's especially like, with horror. It's just like, I, I don't know. Like I don't. Like there are very few horror movies now where it's like. It, it works like it has to work right it has to like for a horror movie to work it has to be something that is scary to the current audience mm-hmm. um that's why get out works get it, out works it, on all it kinds came of out in 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 20 30 time. 40 years i don't know maybe it won't it might yeah, be like looked at, maybe it looked at right it like, but right then that movie was so well done um, mm-hmm. um, like, a movie that, like, Jaws in the, in the 70s, you know, that came out in a insane, like, you know, people were, a lot of people were going to the beach, especially, it came out in the summer, came yeah, out right yeah. when people were going to the beach, and during yeah. the 70s, people were like, go fucking swim, we don't care, and, like, shark attack, yeah, it's a giant shark, obviously it's not gonna be a real shark like that, but it's like, but that's why I fucking hate shit like the Megalodon, you know, oh, the Meg. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking stupid because you're taking what Jaws did and then you're shooting it full of this, like, steroid and and Red Bull-fueled, like, adrenaline. No mm-hmm. one gives a fuck. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's a CGI mess. Mm-hmm. You and, throw as many famous people as in as you can, but guess what? No, one's, no one cares because it's not real. It's not going to affect me. I couldn't give a shit because... I'm not scared. If anything, I'm just going, <sighs> okay, who's going to die next? The young yeah. girl and the old guy and then Jason Statham. Jason Statham's going to jump inside its mouth and blow it up or some stupid shit, which I've already seen. You know, it's those movies where you can predict what's going to happen, which is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and that's what... and it's... Check out Green Room, though. Dude, Green Room? I mean, that's not, that's not even horror, really. It's more just like action, adventure, or like... But 
I mean, in terms of like neo-Nazi, yeah, that's from that's pretty prevalent, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. But in like backroads, Oregon, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're out there. So yeah. you know, it's it, it's kind of scary if you get caught in that. Yeah, and and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like it for for you to make a movie now, especially a horror movie. Like I said, it has to be something prevalent to the audience, but it also has to be something that like ha- originality, especially in that genre, is so important. Yeah. So important because you make something that's already been seen or something that's like something that's already been seen, nobody will care. Nobody nope. will go see your like. I'm not saying like and that's that's also kind of why horror is a is a sad genre. Is because mm-hmm. people are going to see it regardless. Because it's, I'm not so well, much going to see it for the movie. I'm going to see it because I want to see something scary. Um, can I just say one thing real quick? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think people go to see the horrors because they don't see blood and guts on the daily basis, and then mm-hmm. like you know they just want to see a a girl get stabbed and uh, hung up on a door. Because it's out of the norm, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But you know, and and that's kind of why it's that's why these people are able to get away with it so easily. Because it's like you're gonna see it regardless. Um, you know, yeah. and that's sad. But hopefully, um, recently, except for the sequels that are coming out, yeah. um, the horror movies that are coming out are pretty good. The originals. Like Us was good. Us, um, yeah, I haven't seen Us. Us was pretty good. Um, Get Out was good. I mean, A twenty four will play around, although they do repeat the formula pretty quickly. Yeah, but but see what, what and what what it's almost becoming is more horror movies now aren't so like what okay maybe not horror you know maybe they're not called horror. But what's mm-hmm. really working for scaring audiences is so much more about not so much blood and guts. It's more now it's like, I'm going to mess with your mind. Right. To scare you. Like it's good. I, I think of The Lighthouse. Lighthouse wasn't a, like a horror movie at all. Not a horror movie at all. But it was a weird, scary movie because it's just like... I don't know if I like The Lighthouse. It's a horror movie to like. I will not lie. It's a hard movie to like. It is a hard movie to like. I'm masturbating to that fucking thing all the time. And then I'm fucking like the mermaid. See, going back to your original question, though, I did not need to see that scene of him masturbating. No, no, exactly. No, 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 no. You don't need it. I didn't need to see it. But I think in that point, they were trying to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. In this, in this, I'm going to push you into this really weird, uncomfortable place. And that's what people are like thinking is horror is, I'm gonna make you so uncomfortable, you're gonna wanna leave. But I mean, well, is that good filmmaking? I don't know, it's a choice. I don't think it's so much good filmmaking as it is it, it's kind of a cop out. So there's one movie out there that's so disgusting and so you know, they're, they're shock value. Like you said in the beginning, was shock value. Yeah. There are some movies and some filmmakers out there, one guy in particular, I forget his name, but he did two movies. It was like The Antichrist 
with Willem Dafoe, and Willem Dafoe has real sex in it, and he shows his ding-dong, and it's pretty uncomfortable. Another movie is called Irreversible, or Irreversible. Dude, that movie is so uncomfortable. Um, I mean, in, in, in all truth, you shouldn't have to watch it. You should never... Like, I'm never going to say, oh, you need to watch that because I'm never going to force someone to see that mm. and, and make them get through that. Um, if you want to, you can check it out. But listen, there are scenes in that that are so uncomfortable, they should never have been, like, put to film, right? Mm. Like, no one's going to think, oh, you know what I want to see is, like, a rape in a hallway. Right. And I want it to be so realistic that I think that woman's going to die. Like... No one in their right mind is going to think, that's what I want to see on a Saturday night. You know, like, you know, right. like a fun Friday night is going to end in that way. And what happens afterward? Like, it's all what happens after this rape that happens in a, ra- in a, tra- in a train station. What happens afterwards isn't any fucking better. Like, th- I mean, you can show murder, right? You can mm. show a head exploding. But to show something so graphic and for so long and so painful you 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 push people and i think what happens is you change people you do this thing where you're like i'm gonna fuck with who you are in this really uncomfortable way so taking it back a little bit taking it back hereditary great new a20 uh a24 film Mm -hmm. i think it I think it was like one of the best horror films I've seen since Exorcist. It it very much symbolizes the same kind of thing of like you know, um, how do you deal with basically sat- uh, satanic mm-hmm. or Satan himself trying to take over your family, and it's a very powerful thing because in reality there's not much he can do, right? At the end of the Exorcist, he throws himself off the window and down the flight of stairs to kill himself. Because he knows if he can trap Pazuzu, then he's just going to thank God his light of love shined through him and he allowed himself to throw himself off and kill himself, right? That's huge. That's, that's, oh my God, he had the willpower to kill himself rather than let it go, you know? And in in, in, uh, Hereditary, there is no good ending. There's no possible good ending. Mm -hmm. But it fucked with my head so much that when I left the theater my heart was racing like Mm -hmm. my heart was pounding in my chest and in every corner i was looking around for like those glowy eyed naked people in the corner right because it it what it did was it robbed you of your power right it robbed you of control that film you had no control over what was happening Something outside of your force was acting against you without your knowledge and taking you over. Same with like Rosemary's baby, right? That was horrifying because like as she grew on and on into the film, she uncovered that you're a part of it and you're a part of it and, you're part, and you've all been tricking me and it's all against me. Like that's horror. That's terrifying because you lose, your, you know, your basic i mean in the end she still had some power in which she basically accepted her demon baby and was like i'm gonna love this demon baby no matter what and i'm gonna bring forth the apocalypse because he's the antichrist she Mm -hmm. had power in that you know kind of 
But seriously, that robbing of your power thing just sort of scares the living shit out of me. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Hereditary, Rosemary's Baby scares me because even Guy, bro, like the person you love is acting against you like that. And, and you know, there was that sex scene between her and Satan, right? They didn't show anything. They didn't show it like this is the end. Like this is the end when, you know, he actually gets fucked by Satan. And I think you see his dick. I mean, you do see Satan's dick in that in that scene. Like twice. Like literally twice you see Satan's dick. A very oh, uncomfortable a very uncomfortable thing I did not need to see. Um, that uh that's another part. That's another movie where I'm like I I understand what you guys wanted to do here. I respect it, but I really don't care. Well um, that's once again it's the same people, you know. Yeah. It's 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 Jonah Hill. It's I love Jonah Hill. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I love uh, Seth Rogen and his buddy. You know, uh, Jay. Jay, yeah. Yeah, I love Jay. I love them all. Fucking Goon. Fucking Goon, dude. Goon is one of my favorite movies of all time. I could throw that on anytime and love it because it's simple. It's straightforward and hell man it's inspirational you know it's a great it's a that's a sports movie you know like a great uh uh heartwarming loving sports story like friday nights or something mm -hmm. friday night lights i'll be right back all right